Today's stories, California tackles its illicit cannabis problem, advocates weigh in on Biden's cannabis reform efforts, Uber Eats to start cannabis deliveries in Toronto, British Columbia's new license aims to support rural and indigenous cannabis growers. Hi there, this is Neil with today's Cannabis Daily, and today marks four years since adult use legalization in Canada. So a happy fourth birthday to Canada's legal market. Over on the Business of Cannabis site, we explore some of the highlights and the issues still left to tackle. Check it out, links in the show notes. Now let's get into today's stories. Our first story, and California's cannabis industry is now four years old with the state still seeing issues with illegal cannabis farms. The San Diego Union-Tribune reports that California's top prosecutor, Attorney General Rob Bonta, has now said he'll be trying a new approach to disrupting these illegal operations that undercut the legal economy. To do this, the state will expand its four-decade eradication program, the annual Campaign Against Marijuana Planting program that will attempt to prosecute underlying labor crimes, environmental crimes, and the underground economy centered around the illicit cultivations. The illicit marketplace outweighs the legal marketplace, Bonta told the publication. It's upside down, and our goal is to complete eradication of the illegal market. Our second story now, and Talking Drugs writes that while only a first step towards true cannabis reform in the US, Biden's announcement that he would be pardoning simple cannabis convictions is incredibly welcome for a country that has increasingly become fragmented in its regulation of the drug. However, it highlights that some experts have noted the executive order has not gone as far as it could. A number of experts have weighed in on the matter, with some noting that, as there is no federal expungement, a pardon is the only way to get relief from the collateral consequences that come with a conviction. The overwhelming majority of cases involving simple possession are under state law, and Biden's pardon does not apply to those cases. Undocumented migrants were excluded from the pardon, a significant omission, as they tend to be overly criminalized through cannabis possession offenses, with some facing deportation due to these charges. Neuroscientists and author Carl Hart told Talking Drugs that exploring federal legalization and regulatory freedom to design different state-level implementations makes sense for a country where around half of its citizens, states, can legally access cannabis. A third story. And for the first time, cannabis delivery will be available through a major third-party delivery platform, Uber, according to reports by Axios. The program's being initiated thanks to a new partnership with Leafly. It will initially be rolled out with three retailers, including Hidden Leaf Cannabis, Minerva Cannabis, and Shivas Rose. The service will enable those in Toronto aged 19 years old and over to order from the app, deliveries made by the cannabis retailer's staff, those delivering the order to verify a customer's age and sobriety. Uber Eats Canada General Manager Lola Kasim stated, We're partnering with industry leaders like Leafly to help retailers offer sale convenient options for people in Toronto to purchase legal cannabis for delivery to their homes, which will help combat the illegal market and help reduce impaired driving. Before we get into our final story, you can make sure that you're signed up for our Cannabis Daily Newsletter. Just go to businessofcannabis.com. 
A final story now, and Leafly reports that British Columbia is joining other provinces in allowing cannabis producers to sell products on site. According to the publication, the province may also open the door to product sampling and on-site consumption starting at the end of November. Cultivators will be able to apply for a license to do so, which British Columbia's Public Safety and Solicitor General says aims to support the development of a robust, diverse, and sustainable legal cannabis economy that is inclusive of indigenous and rural communities. According to the publication, cultivators have welcomed the news. We've been looking forward to Farmgate programs for a while, said Glen Valley CEO Paul DeThomas. Having a store will let us showcase our products in a way that is more personable, more face-to-face -face than what we currently are doing now. Those are the stories we're watching today. You can join 12,000 others and catch all these stories and more in your inbox every day at 7 a.m. with our Cannabis Daily Newsletter. Go to businessofcannabis.com. Thanks for listening, and I'll be back with you tomorrow for another episode of Cannabis Daily. Cannabis Daily.